0: To Nervous Rex, a Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast that is 50% rewatch, 50% first-time watch, and 100% trauma. My name is Joe. I use any and all pronouns.
1: Hi, I'm Chris. I use he/him pronouns. I felt like being a little more like cordial this time. I feel like I come on sound like a bummer. Hello. Yeah, that's, like
0: the, uh, the, that's the most pep in your step I think we've had That's
1: what I'm saying, I listen back to these sometimes I'm like, man, I sound like a fucking jerk They're just like, yeah, whatever, here's my pronouns <laughs> Like, no, I'm happy to be here, talking
0: about anime, it's good Anime, this was, you know, clearly the most upbeat high spirits anime we could be discussing And this week, we are watching episode 11 of the Trauma Robot anime Neon Genesis Evangelion Evan's Jelly Onion
1: This one's pretty upbeat
0: this episode is tonally inconsistent, in my opinion
1: Yes, but not in a way that bothered me
0: Not in a way that bothers me either I uh I recently saw Hustlers uh, It's a I good movie, too. I liked it And I was, I was listening to a review about it I was like, I don't know what this this movie didn't know what it wanted to be It was like, upbeat in the first third And then it got more serious And I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking movie y- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's also it's also like very very much like i mean like the everyone saw like the preview it's like scorsese and heels like it it very much like follows the kinds of patterns of like a scorsese why are we talking about so much about hustlers on this fucking cuz it's a good movie it is a good movie but like it's following that kind of thing like, like those movies are all about like kind of like the rise and fall of like criminal types and like how everything is great at first and then like oh no it gets worse like that's the movie that's that's what you're watching
0: yeah it's just it's it's good it 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 knows what it's doing
1: yeah it does uh, I Hustlers. would argue
0: the people talking about it don't.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you.
0: Anyways, welcome to our Hustlers podcast. <laughs> that's that's all. That's all off off the show. We'll talk about Hustlers, uh, but on the show we'll talk about the day Tokyo Three stood still, and by that I mean you will talk about it, Chris, because uh, apparently it is your turn to recap.
1: Fucking a, all right.
0: Okay. You know it's coming. I asked you before we record. I know. And then, and then when it's on you, you you have like a, a like it's like you somehow forgotten the past five minutes. Because <laughs> I and did. And now you're hit with it again. <laughs> Joe, we
1: were having fun talking about hustlers. It turns out I was <laughs> the one being hustled. <laughs> okay. The episode opens as uh, Ritsko and two people who had no idea who the fuck they were doing their laundry. And I felt like the show wanted me to know who they were. Did you know who they were?
0: They were just other people that work at Nerve. Okay. The dude, the dude with long hair, we've we, we've seen him before. I think he was the one playing air guitar.
1: Okay, I mean I liked that bit, but I didn't like it enough to like pay attention to the man. You know, like I wasn't like that's the guitar guy.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know how much we've seen him, him but he's like he's the one that has the hair like that, <laughs> and then the the other girl is just I th- we've probably seen even less of her, but okay. she's there.
1: Sounds good. Well, they're out doing laundry, and watching that felt like when you see your teacher out of the grocery store and realize they exist outside of the school building. Uh, <laughs> so, then they, they get on a train, and then they have the seeing your teacher at the grocery store effect when they see uh, the vice commander on the train. Like, what the hell? Like, you're on the train.
0: Can, can, I, can I ask you, now that you work in schools, what, yes. if you've ever experienced that, seeing a child that you recognize?
1: Yes. What's
0: it, it, what's it like on the other side?
1: Uh, It's mostly just fun, because I like most of my students so actually i like all my students okay. so like it's like it's like cool to see them and like also they, they geek out so like that's kind of fun okay uh one time i was just,
0: I was just curious yeah my
1: favorite story about that is one time I, I went to the grocery store in a tank top i was with my brother and his friend and we sprained one of my students and they were like uh this kid saw me and was like, just, like staring at my shoulder and my brother goes yeah i got a tattoo like under his breath like it was my response <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i got arms <laughs> Can't believe that shit. Yeah. Teachers out here having arms.
1: My arms are only rumors during the school day.
0: <laughs> which is uh, which is your your earlier career in which you wore almost no clothing. Yeah, right. So, anyways, what happened? They're doing laundry. I keep yeah. cutting you
1: off. <laughs> it's fine. They, then they get on the train and they see the vice commander who complains that he's always given trivial duties and the city council is nothing but a figurehead with the uh, Magi supercomputers doing all the important stuff, which...
0: That seems important.
1: That all went by so fast that, like, I'm going to have to have you, like, we're going to have to talk about that in a minute. But he very, very briefly and quickly explains that their government is basically, I think, run by, like, three computers?
0: Yes. (laughs) There are three big computers that make all of the decisions. And then the council, like, the board council, or whatever it's called, just kind of follow what they decide. they
1: carry out their... Their decisions
0: Yeah For you it's like he, he describes it as Sort of democratic Yeah <laughs> and, they're, and they're like Yeah yeah These you know Science has come so far uh, Obviously these computers Are the ones Like we Their judgment is Objectional or whatever
1: Yeah And uh, some of them Seem very stoked About living in the age of science And then one person Calls them old fashioned Like what an old fashioned viewpoint mm-hmm. That's the guy with The I hair I don't know what w- he means <laughs> With the hair What looks like that Shouts out to Jay so then, he also the, the vice commander also mentions that Ritsko will be conducting an activation test on uh, Unit Zero that day. And then the funniest fucking thing happens. We both laughed. It's it's a thing that happens in media all the time, but I think this was the best execution I've, I've ever seen. I laughed for like a minute afterward. Like he. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: You you kept laughing and I was like, Are we desynced? What are they laughing at? <laughs> I, <laughs> but just, it, I, <laughs> I just kept thinking about it. It was so good. It uh, is really good. Basically he's like,
1: You're gonna do this test, right? And like, yeah, and he's like, Alright, sure hope that doesn't go badly. And then it cuts to this blaring emergency like display and noise, and it was so
0: funny. It was very, very effective. I I I don't know why too. It's like we we've talked in the past couple episodes about how like the, like, the visual cues that were terrifying in the first few episodes are now so commonplace.
1: Yeah. Where it's just like,
0: I expect good news, and then a hard cut to emergency yeah. blaring. And we're like, oh, no, that is.
1: <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that the wiki kind of just, like, glosses over the fact that, like, that happens. But what they're saying, the next thing happens. I mean, yeah, there's there's an emergency.
0: It's not that, I mean, it's kind of, like, not really addressed again later. It's just, like, the. it's just, like... With intolerance is what the one dude says, but it's just not as perfect as they want it to be.
1: The 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 unit zero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh so Masada gets on an elevator, Kaji runs in there, uh she tries to push the close button, which I didn't pick up on actually watching it, but the wiki's helping out here. That's funny. Yeah. But he unfortunately he makes it on. Then we get a sad scene where Shinji calls his dad. He needs him like he was supposed to tell his parent to show up for something at the school and his dad's basically like, I already like gave all that ...stuff to, to Masato like, don't waste my time with this.
0: God, Shinji's delivery on those lines is so, like, perfect. <laughs> it's it's like really it, good. It, it, it conveys every emotion... Yeah. ...in that situation. It's great. And Gendo's very cold response also yeah. is very telling.
1: Then that call gets cut off, and uh, we don't yet know why, but then Misato and Kaji realize that the elevator just stopped working... ...due to a power failure, and uh, they're thinking that Ritsuka might have caused it during the test... But she's like, no, that wasn't me. The vice commander orders all the emergency power channel to the uh, president computers, uh, mm-hmm. presumably so they can continue being uh, president computers. Then uh, Shinji that's their, Asuka. That's their
0: top priority, he says.
1: Yes, which makes sense because your whole government is based on uh, a Dell. Like, you know, you want to make sure your
0: Dell's yeah. plugged in. Yeah, they set that up 10 minutes ago, and now we know why, why it's their top priority.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're like, shit, we got to world build real fast. Uh-huh uh shinji asuka and rei uh they're trying to show up back at nerve but their cards won't open the gates it's basically just got a lot of scenes of everyone realizing that the power's not working but gendo and uh Futsky are the ones that realize that like it's not just like an error that like the power was like sabotaged like that's the only way that this could be possible and then they do another thing with the vice commander is like this would be a really bad time for an angel to show up and then an angel shows up but i was really mad that they didn't make it funny again. Like they might have been trying to make it a little like cheeky humor like oh I see that's humorous but like I wanted the blaring sign again. Like I like mm-hmm. I would have fucking lost my shit and loved it. But like they clearly were not as interested in that joke as I am. I that's the thing. I was like
0: when it happened the first time I was like is that meant to be funny? Like it, based on the fact that they didn't, I don't know, because they because the rest of the scene isn't necessarily lighthearted. It's just explaining why the thing isn't working very matter of factly.
1: I think that it. So was... I don't know. I think that, I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I think it was meant to be funny, but not nearly as funny as we found it, because otherwise they would have continued to amp it up like further and higher. Whereas instead, like the rest of the episode continues with the same kind of um, humorous dialogue and transition, but it's not nearly like. Emphasize so like I feel like they wanted yeah. to kind of like oh ha, ha that's kind of funny But like they didn't want to like they didn't want to play for laughs They didn't want us to fucking lose our shit like we did the first time
0: Yeah and I don't know if it's like uh in like who's involved with the episode or not But I felt like the delivery of information on this episode was I don't know if necessarily more effective but just like The way it cuts between everyone realizing the same things at the same time Was really like it worked really well And it's sense of humor no, like, before, th- there's been a lot of comedy scenes in this show Where, like, everything in this scene is telling you that this is supposed to be funny Where, like, the the performances, the the music, the, the visual framing And in this, I didn't, I don't think I felt that once
1: Yeah, the only one that, like, I felt There's like... also, there's
0: barely any music in this episode, though, so Which yeah. I also
1: like I guess I didn't notice, I was noticing the music a lot But maybe I was just, like, noticing when it happened And, and there wasn't actually that much of it Who knows
0: there was music at the end, but for the most, most of the episode was, like, silent.
1: Okay, yeah. But, okay, where was I? Uh, okay, Angel shows up, and it's heading for Tokyo 3. Misato tries to call out of the elevator, but uh, can't get anyone, all the lines are down. This is all the same stuff. People are just, like, the the they can't contact people, power's down, shit's uh it's just not good.
0: Every, yeah, everyone, everyone's using emergency tunnels.
1: Yes, yeah, which they didn't think they'd have to use, but... Ray, so Ray and Asuka and Shinji are kind of like stuck in like this little almost like subway area, and they're all trying to figure out what to do. Uh, Ray takes out her like emergency manual, and they realize they need to get to headquarters. That's apparently the the, the protocol in that situation is to. But weren't they already going there anyway? Not important. Asuka declares herself leader and uh, makes Shinji crank open a big a big lever that'll open the doors manually because they can't use like the little scanners.
0: Mm-hmm. That's maybe the the closest to that like very quick joke again is where she's like, "I will be the leader. Let's go." And then ray says the way they actually need to go is the other way. And the only like change in the shot is asuka's face going from confident to embarrassed.
1: I feel like there's there's more of that in this episode too. I think there's the two transitions with the the vice commander. There's that one. There's the scene later. Should we be talking about this right now, or I'm going to jump on something that happens later? Or should we come back to this idea of the humor in the episode after the recap Uh, and stuff? Just
0: just mention it again when it comes, when you get there in the recap.
1: Because Asuka later, like, opens up a door and, like, sees the angel and then immediately, like, throws it back closed. Like, I feel like that was also, like, a humorous moment. And there's one more that I'm blanking on right now with, like, some of the, just, like, the the suits, like, the military or somebody else. Like, they have another moment that I felt like was, like, comedic. But, anyway, we'll we'll get there. Mm Mm-hmm. Kaji is trying to hit on Masato because she's taking off her clothes in the elevator because it's really hot. And he's like, oh, like, if you're so hot, like take your shirt off. And then she like puts all her clothes back on and is basically like, fuck you. like We're not doing that. Gendo and the others are figuring out that like uh, the sabotage must have been to get into Nerve HQ. And Ritsuko's going to do something with the computers. It wasn't really super clear to me. She mentions a dummy program to make it difficult to learn everything about the structure. The Ava pilots have gotten themselves lost. There's a bunch of stuff just happening. I didn't really realize they're just like Very watching quick. it, but like reading this, like there's a lot happening. The cut in between a bunch of different characters, everything happened all at once. They uh they go through an air vent and they they do a thing where like it's like Shinji's behind them and Asuka's like, Don't don't look forward or I'll kill you and like he of course has to look forward to see where he's going and she kicks him in the face and yells at him. That's that's the show. Shinji starts this is okay, this is interesting. They're going through the air vent and Shinji starts like asking questions about the angels. Like, why are we fighting something that's, like, named after, like, a messenger of God? Like, what's going on with that? Asuka's like, you know, if someone's attacking us, you don't just sit there and do nothing. Like, that's... It just makes sense. That's the scene where she then, like, swings open the door and finds the angel and then, like, slams it back shut. Fearless leader. Oh, okay, so Gendo then at that point is, uh... He, for some reason, like, we have no indication of why, but he's confident that the kids will find their way back in time. So he starts ordering um they're gonna they're gonna like activate the avas manually there's a way to do it without using any of the the power system so they're gonna yeah, do that Yeah,
0: i think he mentions they have the backup power supply for the five minutes and i think Gindo mentioned something about a diesel engine for loading the plug it's it's pretty quick
1: yeah how he's when he yeah. explains
0: it he's just i'm like i'm gonna go do it and then it's like wait Gindo's gonna fucking do something himself
1: right yeah i want to talk about that later too so then uh, Ray and Asuka and Shinji are, are back trying to find their way through headquarters again, and they're having this kind of, like, intense conversation where Asuka is, like, accusing Ray of being uh, the favorite, and uh, Ray kind of just, like, nonchalantly is like, that's not true, like, I'm not the favorite, I'm not treated better. Oh, I told something out of order, Joe. I'm very sorry to you and the fans. I okay. <laughs> This is where the vent scene happens where Asuka kicks him in the face. It's not super important, but... Oh, uh, yeah,
0: there, there's two vent scenes. One where Shinji talks about it and one where he just gets kicked and that's when they fall out of it.
1: Yeah, insert your diehard and or the Breakfast Club jokes here, folks.
0: That was literally, like, as that was happening, I was like, you know, they haven't made that joke. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was literally thinking, like... That I was, like, proud that it hadn't done that joke yet, and either that or the Kaji scene wasn't worse, and I was just- I shouldn't have said- I shouldn't have thought anything. Yeah. (laughs) But it's pretty quick, and it's not like the viewer gets any upskirts, or even Shinji does, because, like, their skirts go down to, like, the- knee so it's like they're completely covered as they go forward
1: yeah i didn't think it was that bad like especially for the it stuff wasn't. we talked about on this show recently like, not that bad my my biggest beef with it was just that it wasn't funnier because i thought it would have been funnier if they would have just done the thing where she's like don't look forward and because so what happens is she's crawling and she's like don't you dare look forward or i'll kill you and then as she moves off off frame shinji moves into the frame and he just says like staring at the ground while he's crawling forward like i feel like if it just done that and just ended the scene it would have been really funny like yeah i think that that would
0: be more effective than him getting kicked
1: yeah because we like that bit like we we get it we've seen asuka do like every other episode just like someone looks Mm -hmm. at her body and she slaps them isn't it funny like i don't know it's whatever
0: yeah, I have a lot of talking points, but I, I'll i let you finish the recap first. Yeah, I'm
1: trying. Let me get through my homework, Joe, and then we can uh, play <laughs> board games. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> I hate doing this so much. Uh, and this one's so much harder. I feel like this is like the, one of the harder episodes It's, it's a
0: It's a weirdly dense episode, yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and and I'm saying that knowing how it's going to progressively become a more dense show. God.
1: I'm going to start calling in a guest to do the recaps for me. Honestly? Is Jory... Come here. So Shinji, Asuka, and Ray eventually finally make it to the uh, the launch area where everybody else is, and uh, they all like they like crash through and fall like like uh, Shinji and Asuka landing on top of each other, but Ray just lands on her feet like a badass, which is great. They uh, the I, uh, that
0: reminded me of something, and I don't remember what now.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely like that kind of thing has definitely I've seen it before as well, but I couldn't tell you either. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a
0: pretty it's a pretty common trip of one person falls on their face and the other person falls like, yeah, perfectly gracefully.
1: Yeah. So when they show up there, uh, Shinji is shocked to see, like you said, his his dad is is like using his hands with everybody else to activate the avas They're trying to like use a bunch of like almost like pulleys to insert the entry plugs. Yeah. And he's just like, whoa, my dad doing something. So then they finally launch all the avas. And they go into another another like vent tunnel type thing, and the angel's in there. It's like a big like spidery thing, and they realize it's it's like it's so fucked up. It's like the most metal shit I've ever seen in life. It's like leaking (laughs) corrosive shit out of its eyes. Like can't
0: just say things are fucked up on a Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast.
1: (laughs) It is, dude. It's fucked up. (sighs) Uh, it's it's yeah. It's like it's like dribbling acid out of its eyes, and then it's like like going. It's like burning through. All the metal and shit, like, getting into Nerve. And they they drop their guns and their batteries, and then they have to, like, jump to the side of this tunnel for a second to, like, regroup, and Asuka being the leader... Is like, all right. Here's the here's the game plan. One of us is gonna be on defense. They're gonna like block the acid and uh, neutralize the AT field. The other one's a support person is gonna go down and get our rifles, and then they, uh, they're gonna hand that up to the offense, and they're gonna uh, shoot the angel. Ray wants to be defense. Asuka won't let her. Shinji's like that's dangerous. And Asuka's like that's why it's gonna be me. I have to pay you back for last time. And they uh, they do the plan. Asuka's uh weathering the storm of the acid while Ray goes down to fetch the guns, hands it up to Shinji. Uh, Shinji does a big shooty and uh they did it plan works really well and angel gone they get the uh power back up and running yeah kaji Misato been trying to climb out there's like a thing with misado on his shoulders and she's like hey don't look up and they they, they fall the elevator doors open and like risco and a bunch of other people are there and one of them's like disgusting because they're like landing in like a 69 position almost they're clothed, but like you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh and then we uh we end with uh all the all the the kids, they're out on this like hilltop overlooking the, the dark city with no lights on with no power. And they're, they're talking about the angels and, and humanity. And uh, Ray has this like awesome line that we should find at some point to, yeah. to read about like humanity's fear I think, of the darkness.
0: Uh, part of it is on the wiki, but not all of it. Although I saw it. I saw it earlier today on like a Ray cosplay. Someone used it in their tweet.
1: That's a coincidence. And I
0: was like, I don't. When the fuck did she say that? <laughs> and then today, I, it, it happened. Yeah. Uh, which was very strange. But she does say some shit about. There's a lot of talk in this episode about mankind, capital M, mankind.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. So the, yeah, they're kind of talking about like mankind and the angels and, and like like basically what the, the gist of it. We'll try to find the actual like flowery language in a bit. I'll, I'll basically look it up. That, like mankind is the only like, species that like. Or, actually, I think she just says, like, mankind's, like, afraid of the dark, so it chips away with it with fire. And Shinji's like, is that what makes us different from other people, and is that why the angels want to come after us? And Asuka's basically, like, it's pulling us to figure out why, like, we'll never know why these things do what they do. And then they watch the lights come back on in in the city, and the episode ends. The, uh, the line, Joe, is man fears the darkness, and so he scrapes away at the edges of it with fire. He creates life by diminishing the darkness. Which, now that I'm just, like, reading it to you, sounds like a Kingdom Hearts line.
0: It kind of does. It's very left field for, like... This, there's a couple things in this episode that are, like, interesting dialogue choices. Uh, but Ray specifically talking about the darkness and mankind diminishing the darkness by creating life. And the metaphor of life is what fulfills darkness. As being the opposite of it, strange, yeah, and, <laughs> and uh it's th- when I was watching this episode, I was thinking a lot about how it was it was characterizing these characters and 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 putting them in these situations, and we were seeing a lot of like different things than we'd seen in the first you know ten or so episodes well, I would say like eight or seven or so episodes, and I was like, this is doing a lot of things similarly. To, to the last episode we just saw, which we were like, all right, yeah, this is like some setup stuff, some slice of life, Monster of the Week stuff. And I was like, why, like, ra- rather than saying, like, that last episode wasn't as effective as this one, but, like, thinking about this is only episode 11 out of 26. I'm like, why did they choose to do that and then also this? Like, what what are they doing? And um, as soon as I was thinking about that, my question was answered because then Ray was showing growth from the last mission you mean asuka yeah where she was saying she had a plan and she said that she owed one to shinji and she acted on it and she like she she showed in this episode that she like there's a lot of reasons she's bad at being a leader but also at the end of the episode she was like i have a plan that will work and it does yeah (laughs) like there are there are parts of this job where she is not skilled And then there are parts where she is. Yeah. Which is kind of just a thing that we've slowly seen every character be like, what are they good at? What are they bad at? What are their their strengths and weaknesses? Yeah. And why?
1: Which I like a lot. I think that's really good. Yeah. It's pretty basic. I feel like any show that isn't like complete garbage, that has like an ensemble cast of any sort, kind of knows to, to emphasize that different people are good at different things. But I feel like that's like a good thing to... To reinforce in, in media whenever you can. Because that's so easy to forget in real life. And like occasionally it helps to be able to just be like, oh, well, like, I don't know, like, Krillin's not the best fighter, but hey, he's, what, what this? you know, I don't know. I feel like
0: he also made Destructo Disc.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Uh, maybe I can be cool and make Destructo Discs. But yeah, no, I, I, I like Krillin's also a cop, though. So. That's true. You know, there's, no one's there's, perfect. Like we said, every character is good and bad at things Uh uh-huh they got all that going on hey joe yes do you remember you remember last time on this on this program where i said the show was losing me did this get you back fuck yeah dude this might be my favorite episode really i love this episode
0: i was the first half i was i was unsure i was like i do like how you know it was pacing an event i was like oh we're seeing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and i was just kind of thinking about like why it was showing it but i'm curious why this is this is the one for you. There's very little action, but I really really like the action that it it's has. It's
1: so good. The action is great. Like and I I feel like I don't know. I just feel like this one's like firing on all cylinders. And like the whole thing was like really engaging and really like fun to watch. Like I okay, for one, I loved like all the the interactions between Shinji, Asuka, and Rei were awesome. Like
0: this is this is the first time they've all three been out on a mission together.
1: Yeah, and There's that, been a very
0: there's there's been a very few scenes where Ray has been also in them, but this is the most she's been around and they're all in the robots together.
1: Yep. Yeah. They're all, they're all together. They're all together with no adults around. So they're mm-hmm. the first time having to figure out that stuff. Like, uh, and then also, like you said, the first time we get to see all three Ava's in action, which is fucking awesome. Um, there's like the funniest stuff we talked about, like the, the, humor is like working better than, than usual. There's cool character stuff like the Shinji and his dad phone calls there, so like that element of the show is present, even if it's just for a little bit.
0: It's so short, but it does it does so much to like remember Shinji's whole deal.:
1: Yeah, and then Gendo is like more we're revealing more sides to him that we haven't seen before in this one.:
0: We see like a different side of every character, including ones that you don't know the names of. They are also being fleshed out like yeah and like the world building of the Magi computer is like it, it, it cool. brings. It, it brings it up and then immediately like shows how important it is to nerve to i think like yeah. solidify that is brought up i think it's a little bizarre that like fuyutsuki would say it so casually but also people that are in that office not really know but i don't i i don't think it's that big of a deal <laughs>
1: Yeah I mean like let's be honest it's a little lazy to like introduce a concept just the second before you need it as opposed to like like maybe it would have like well I don't, I don't like,
0: think this episode is necessarily when it needs it. I think that is just those two things are collectively setting up that it's important. I don't think it's like ah we are we we need to make sure that like, the, like I don't think the Magi is a big part of this episode. I just think that them choosing to draw attention to it in the power outage episode is just like twofold like they're talking about like oh yeah these computers are really important and then like we see it in action and it's not like and then that's the it we don't hear about it again well actually no ritsuko does mention the dummy program running on it
1: yeah but i think i think you're right though uh i need to stop jumping the gun on this show because like the last couple times i've been like this is why this is bad and then you're like Actually, here it's like, well wow, all right, that's not that bad. But like, well, that's you're the right. thing. Like,
0: that's the thing too. Like, I was just like this episode watching, and I was like, I really need to view this as episode eleven of twenty six, <laughs> and not yeah. like, uh, like uh, it is, it is not trying to be conclusive in any way. It is setting things up.
1: Yeah. Well, and what I'm saying is, what you made me think of it a little bit differently is like. The computers are not, like you said, they're not really that important to it. They just mention it. And so even though the fact that they're they're saying, like, oh, no, we have to do this or else um, they'd be bad for these computers we didn't know existed last time. It's still, like, that's just, like, a way to mention them and continue making them part of the world. Like, the computers weren't actually, like, super relevant or needed in this episode. They're just, like, they it actually is, is good to, when you're introducing them, have it be in an episode where the stakes of what's going on are tied into that. And like, I assume mm-hmm. later it will become actually important that we know that, or maybe it won't. Maybe it's just the background thing that kind of paints the, the weird alternate future that it's taking place in.
0: Um, it's kind of, it's, it's important.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I'd hope so, but I'm also, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's coming. I don't, I'm, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But I was just like, I think like the way that this show has talked about things, like I feel like even if Fuyutsuki didn't say, Hey, the, actually the magi are what are you know doing the the whole government thing i feel like even if that didn't happen the scene of him saying put all the power to the magi computers would have still happened like just based on how this show has portrayed the inner workings of nerf before like the first couple episodes like we we still haven't really been explained what an at field is we just have context for how it's used
1: I still don't really understand it. When when she, when Oscar's like, "All right, we're gonna be up there and disrupt the AT field." I was like, "I don't know what that means, but go for it. You do it." Like,
0: yeah, and the fact that Futsuka gave any context to the computers is just like a little extra, a little extra sprinkle of context.
1: Yeah, I think why I was thinking that it kind of smacks of laziness is that like in a show where we have had characters have conversations about like. The chains of command and power i guess i felt like we should have learned that this place was dictated by computers before now like i you know eh? what i'm saying like eh? <laughs> it, i mean i guess that's i mean like it's it's fine like you you could have a conversation about your your local government without needing to know there's a president like it, it's it makes sense but that was my thought process i think was just to, like yeah we 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 are like in this world and like and things have come up before about like um the kinds of like governmental structures and how like nerve and all that fits into it, and like I guess yeah, it's fine we uh, we know now yeah, that fine. these people are are uh they're voting for computers
0: yeah, well, I don't even know if there's voting involved it's there just is like an election,
1: but I wasn't clear if that was for um I, I want to talk about that oh, too yeah,
0: they do draw attention to the a local election, which I guess is just like electing people to the board, but then the board just do what the computers say because uh, yeah, they, I guess they describe be it, it. it as just a What's the word? This It's nothing but a figurehead. The city council. And yeah, uh, Fiyutsuki is supposed to meet with them regularly. And he's like, I don't know why I do, because in reality, they're just following the orders given by yeah. this group of, you know, AI computer things.
1: Gotcha. This is another, this isn't one that I couldn't think of before, but it's another example of what I think is um uh, some humor in this episode, is that there's a moment where... The person that has the political loudspeaker and is talking about the candidate and like, oh, like this person's running for whatever. After they're informed that there's an emergency going on with like the angel and stuff, there's a bit where that person is like, even in an emergency like this, this candidate always stays cool, calm, and collected. Like, and I feel like it was like kind of funny, like to just be like, even when they're like, oh shit, an angel's attacking, it's like you should vote for this person. Like, yeah, uh, I, felt I that that's the thing because like funny. The,
0: the power is out, and I don't think anyone really realizes how big of a deal it is. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, it'll probably be back on soon. There's backups. And then, like, time just kind of keeps passing. And they're like, like, it takes a forever for, like, the, you know, the, the kids only find out that an angel's attacking by accident, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which I don't think this actually got mentioned in the recap. But uh, this guy, Huga, who also works at Nerve, but he looks different when you see him in normal clothes. Also, I did again notice some, like, slight design changes in some of the characters in this episode, like last time. I saw in the Discord that some people also noticed it in this episode, so I feel vindicated. Thank you.
1: Y'all are just smarter than me.
0: <laughs> I noticed it a lot in Asuka this episode, where I was just like, I felt like her, her expressions were a little different. Um, not in a bad way, just, like, probably different people working on different episodes within, like, a, various references for her expressions. Anyways, Huga. Is this dude and he's like I don't remember how he learns there's an angel He might just fucking see it But he then is like I have to get to headquarters And let them know Because if there's no power they haven't been told by the UN Or whatever and we see the UN like notice it And be like why is Tokyo 3 not responding to us This is fucking weird Hugo sees the Fucking the political like The, the mayor car from Steven Universe Essentially <laughs> And he's like oh perfect and he like hijacks their car and like this is emergency just floor it we need to get the nerve and he uses the car like loudspeaker to say like there's an angel coming he goes through a tunnel that the kids happen to be under when they're going through emergency tunnels and that's where they're like oh shit there's an angel we have to keep moving which is also i think right before right after the scene where Osaka's like ah Ray acts so superior and high and mighty and uh it's just because she's treated better and it's like, we know she's the favorite. And then, uh, raised like, I don't act superior. And I, ha- I was like, she doesn't, she just doesn't act.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And it's just projected because she's so quiet. And then she's like, also, I'm definitely not treated better, which is like so little. And it says so much about her yeah. character.
1: Oh, I just, I just feel like all the scenes with those three together are so
0: rich. Like, they were they were especially poignant when you put them all in the same room together.
1: Yeah, and just like so, like the whole time they're like navigating this place. It's like I mean, first of all, there's the thing where like Oscar's like, like, "I'm the leader," and I I was thinking about like how like funny and 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 apt it is that like this this character like Oscar being who she is is like. I'm the leader like any objections to two people she knows will not object it will not stand up she's like the she has the perfect side piece to let her be who she is because like they're not gonna push her on that and so she's like great I'm in charge like
0: I love the setup of that scene so much because we see Ray pull out just you know immediately pull out an emergency manual and start reading information and then Asuka's like digging through her back trying to find hers she doesn't And then says, well, this is an emergency situation, we need to pick a leader before we do anything, and then she deems herself, and then, yeah, we know that no one is going to say anything to that. And she's just like, she, we we continue to get characterized to how she wants to be important and, like, get credit for things, Mm -hmm. even if she's not the most qualified person in the room for the job. Yeah, she just she wants to be the most qualified person in the room for any job at every moment in time.
1: Yeah, and this is gonna be a weird comparison, and I'm actually not making just like a pop culture joke for once. Like I just legitimately thought of this comparison because I was was thinking about like what I said of just like oh like she knows that like she can just say this and just like do whatever she wants and like whatever, and they'll just help her and go along with it and not stand up to her too much. I was like, what is this like dynamic? And I was like thinking like it's kind of like Angelica with the Rugrats, where like. She Asuka knows that, like,
0: is a little Angelica, though. That's what
1: I'm saying. And, like, and then, like,
0: the one is one is played like not that Rugrats is never nuanced, but it is almost exclusively played for jokes in this and that kid's show. And in this one, I think you see the the very dark reality of those type of people.
1: Yeah, like what it's actually like for someone to be an Angelica.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like that complex.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's immediately paired with Ray just being like, actually we. We need to go the other way, and yep. then it's, it's so immediately we know that like there is so, someone here who is more qualified to handle yeah. this situation. But then later we see her handle the situation perfectly.
1: Yeah, there's just so much going on, and I feel like we talked for like hours. Like just like all right, so then, I don't, like, there's I don't know how it's already
0: about. been forty minutes.
1: Is it? Oh my god, I'm not. I have so much more to talk about still. But so, so you got like um that that stuff that you just mentioned. Uh, with like Ray's the one that actually like thought to look at the manual f- first, and also the one that like figures out the right way to go and whatever, and like also Asuka's like I'm in charge, but also Shinji opened the door, so like you know that stuff is going on. That she, she, Asuka is like on Shinji's ass the whole episode like every scene he says something and she's like god you're such a like worry like you pick up you like nitpick every little thing like you worry about every little problem so she's just like on him on him on him and then like they're traveling and then she switches and just randomly pounces on Rey and like Shinji's like stop this isn't the time like leave her alone and Asuka just keeps pressing it and then like Rey stands up for herself like so like I think he's like so poignantly like it's so true to that character just be like that's not true and that's it she doesn't have to fight she doesn't have that's like,
0: the thing She she says as much as possible with as few words as possible. Yeah. And that is not easy to do. And to have a character that exclusively does that is so like it's a bold choice. And I think it works like Ray is I I love everything that comes out of her mouth. And like it's it's obviously intentional that Ray is supposed to be this mysterious and probably tragic figure with what we've seen of them so far. And Asuka is kind of intentionally grating. With how she's obnoxious all the time And you're just like why is she like that Shinji this, I think this is the first time we've seen Shinji caught in the middle of it And be like like He starts talking about like why are they called Angels if that's like you know That should be a good thing right And Asuka's like this isn't the time for those conversations And then she starts picking on Ray, and he's like This isn't the time for that
1: Yeah I just I just I didn't know How enjoyable It would be to see all three These like these three together and now that I've seen it, it's like, I just want this forever. Like, I feel like uh-huh. there's so much to mine between these three personalities. Like, even the thing, like, like we said, it's simple and it's been done before. But, like, the moment where, like, after all those conversations, Asuka and Shinji are, like, falling through the, the ceiling and Ray lands on our feet. Like, I don't know. It just that, that moment, yeah. like, sings. Like, it's real good.
0: That, yeah, because, like, all right. I'm, I'm, and I'm thinking about this in terms of pacing of the show. Like, the first seven episodes are about, like, Shinji and he interacts with Ray, And then there's, like, one Masato episode. And then we get a couple episodes in a row that are all about Asuka. And now we're re-adding Ray back in. And we have like, we, 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 we know so much about these characters. And suddenly it's like, all right, play nice. And they don't. Yeah. And it's, it's usually Asuka who's the instigator of, of just about anything. Cause whenever Shinji just talks about what's on his mind, Asuka shoots it down. And Ray usually doesn't react unless she is directly prompted.
1: Right. I, I think, I think. All this is reminding me of like another one of the reasons I would say like this might be my favorite episode so far. Is there's just a lot of really interesting dialogue happening. Like even this, like aside from the stuff we've already mentioned about just like putting the characters in the room and just seeing what happens, but also like um, like you mentioned. I just like somebody just now questioning the angel name we're 11 episodes deep and like someone's you know now starting to address the thing I'm like well hold on a second like this is kind of strange like that this like these monsters that are attacking us like we're calling them angels like what does that mean and what does that like mean for us in this situation and like the conversation at the end about like like you said like the, like mankind in the darkness and like wh- why are the angels attacking us whatever it's just there's just like. Thought-provoking well, stuff there's, there's,
0: happening There's, like, this, there's a, a conversation I don't remember what prompts it But Gindo says that mankind is the biggest threat to mankind Oh, yes, I do remember yeah. now It's because they realize that the power outage they, they essentially have like three backups So it would be statistically impossible For it to accidentally lose 100% power So they are like, it has to be done by somebody Like a a, a person intentionally did this and we don't know who we, we could make some guesses maybe from the people we've seen on screen so far, but
1: I'm just going to blame Kaji. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, all right. So since you've already said that he was just talking about interfering with something like the last episode for like two seconds. I
1: don't even like remember it,
0: that. Like in a random, he was in the, the like lift thing with the person with the dog. It's like a 10 second scene oh, where they're like, okay. why aren't you at the mission? He's like, I'm not allowed. It's under Gendo's direct supervision. And that's it. And we had no other context for it. Yeah. I'm just bringing that up now since you said that you blame Kaji for everything. (laughs) It sounds good. But all we see in this episode is him in the elevator.
1: Yeah. I I am going to be a Kaji slight defender for the only time you'll probably ever hear on this podcast. Did he even look up in that scene where Masada was like, I told you not to look up. I don't think unless I looked away from us for a slight second, like blinking, you miss it. I don't think he looked up.
0: He was looking somewhere like his angle. Like he, I couldn't tell if he was looking up her skirt or just up at her. But like he was looking somewhere. And then when she said it, he looked back down. So I don't. I
1: must have. I must have blinked then because I was watching him and he he wasn't. He wasn't doing it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I feel like they would have him do that.
0: I couldn't really tell until she said something and then he moved. And I was like, oh, he pro- that, they were probably intending it to look like he was. Yeah. Just because he did respond to it. I don't know. But then they fall down because the power comes back on after the angels defeated. Yep. But yeah, so they're talking about how, like, oh, man, like, uh, uh, so, like someone of our own kind uh, got rid of the, like, cut our power, and Gendo says, like, mankind's greatest enemy is going to be, like, it is mankind, despite the fact that these monsters are coming from the sky. And then that's when they're, like, uh, I think it's Ritsuko who's, like, they're probably using this opportunity to map out Nerve, um, which is, like, a bit of a jump and an assumption, but I... I trust her yeah uh and they're like they, they would probably track h- how power comes back on to the places and that's why Ritsuko's like i'm gonna run a dummy program through magi to to make that less effective and then we just and then gindo fucks off to i don't know <laughs> load up the the plug yeah which was also surprising that like he's he's we've only ever seen him do anything with his hands once and it was to save ray yeah i i was thinking about that again in context to this because they make sure to show you that Shinji gets there and sees Gendo helping like mm-hmm. he he sees Gendo contributing and the only time he's ever heard that happening before was specifically around like Ray's really bad no good test yeah so i don't know yeah and we can uh, just and think about why they did that for the next yeah time.
1: and not to get too personal on main but i can highly relate to the feeling of seeing someone who you know Uh, Let's just be fucking clear Just a a dad, a father, you know Like whatever, just like Bad dad Yeah, that can cause you a lot of like Pain and anxiety and whatever else And then like, but you're forced to confront That like on occasion Like they have good traits And they help people And whatever else And you have to like take all of that in with everything else Like that they're not a one-dimensional human being Like
0: Yeah, just like I mean, just like we were talking about with Asuka Where it's like there's things she's not good at And then things that she is good at like we are seeing Gendo's like terrible father uh does not seem to care about Shinji but in this instance is like getting his own hands dirty to make sure his job gets done like he does care about his job I guess and it's just like all right so there's everyone is nuanced (laughs) yeah or at least those two
1: and I want to talk specifically about Gendo and that scene in particular too because so there's a moment where they're in the they're In the nerve base, and the power's off, and whatever. And like, it's after the scene in the elevator, and was like, Damn, it's like hot, and like, she's taking clothes out, then it's to put them back on because of Kaji, which I love that she did that. I thought it was awesome that, like, instead of like not just ignoring his thing of like take off the shirt, she literally puts, puts her, jacket her jacket back, back on, on and zips it all the way back up. I was like, Yes, Masato, like, yes, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. After that, Ritsuko and somebody else are in like a little like control area, and like, it's getting so hot in here now that air is getting stagnant, and it's getting worse, whatever. And they're like, But look at the like. The commander, like he's still so like so like calm and cool and collected or whatever, and then it shows us from like behind his desk where they can't see it that he has his feet in a bucket of water, and like I thought that it was like an interesting kind of possible like message on like the way that people in power or in positions of privilege sometimes like have like like if you were to look at them from the outside or they even like. Would describe themselves sometimes like, oh, like, well, I'm doing well in these conditions. Why can't you? But they secretly have these like benefits that are like helping them stay afloat that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, that, it was interesting because I, I had that, that scene happens and I had that reading of it. But then, like, the next thing we see him do is he leaves that position of comfort and he goes and helps everybody else. And so I was like, this is yeah. interesting now. This it's, is uh,
0: like, there's two sides of it because, yes, I do think there's like the, oh, yeah, the people who are like more collected. And those positions of power do have a lot more advantages and, and privileges. If we're talking in the, in the broad scope of things, but I do think paired with the him going and, and helping physically and actually like lifting the the pulleys, it's also like there's there's a side of it where he does what he has to to seem collected and maybe hide how he's doing it just as a sense of morale staying high.
1: Yeah, that's possible. And I don't and
0: I don't know if that's a big Gendo thing because I don't know if I've ever seen him give a shit about another human being. <laughs> other than Ray, other than yeah, but it is like it, again, it's just like there's there's multiple different ways to to read those actions, and pairing it with him actually helping is yeah. is interesting, and and yeah, Fujiki's like it's getting warmer, just like very very calmly. Yeah, he's like surrounded by candles. It like when it cut to yeah. them surrounded by so candles, cool. I I I laughed, but like uh, <laughs> just because it was like a, a little absurd, but uh, it it is like weird it's, it's a weirdly good visual
1: i was just taken away by how good it looked yeah i thought it looked really cool and yeah it just like it might sound like we're giving this dude a lot of credit just, like of course he would help because it's like you know otherwise their like base could be destroyed or whatever. But like but he could have just ordered other people to do it it's it is stand out that this dude who's in charge of everyone else like who every other time is just been, like all right and now like all right like you go do this whatever like it is significant that like he gets down there and does it because like he doesn't have to and there's no he, reason he, he could just tell everybody else to like
0: and it's not even necessarily that I want to give him credit for doing it like in contrast to the past ten episodes where he's been a shithead it's more just like now I'm thinking about why yeah why did he do that like why is this different
1: yeah. We're not saying he's, like, redeemed. It just, it just, there's interesting stuff happening there. Gindo
0: redeemed! <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. And last, you'll never hear that again.
1: <laughs> it's like the uh, bonfire-lit font.
0: Yeah, Gindo redeemed.
1: Um, speaking of, of him being a piece of shit, though, I wanted to draw attention in particular to that, that phone call conversation. Like you already said, the dialogue and the deliveries are, are, are perfect, but I also wanted to highlight, so I read um, Scott McCloud's Understanding Comics uh, a couple years ago. It's, like, a really famous... Book in the comics field um and he specifically talked about how in like manga like japanese storytellers are really good at i i wish i had the book in front of me so i could pull out and like find the term that he used for it but like basically the gist of what i'm getting gonna say is that they're really good at like setting up pieces of the environment to contribute to the whole and particularly i noticed during like dialogue scenes whereas like in a lot of american stuff like you'll get some of this stuff but but for the most part it's like if someone's talking we're looking at their face but in in a lot of manga and anime you'll get stuff where like um during this conversation we get a close-up on shinji's hand twitching or we pull all the way back and we just see shinji standing alone in this kind of like marketplace area so we're, we're seeing like like parts of the whole and then like like the, the whole but like like the environment with like the a, a decentralized focus on the person who's speaking mm-hmm I can think of other examples, like one time in like One Punch Man, there's a shot where like he, he's talking, but like what the camera's showing is just like this beetle, like little You know, everyone's seen the shot. I, and I, it's yeah. like a leaf dripping, or like some like something little piece of the environment, like during whatever. Like,
0: and and yeah, I think they can they do that to convey additional information about what you're listening to that you yeah. maybe you 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 could get from some facial animation or acting. I recently watched a few episodes of The Tick, and there's a lot of scenes where the tick is explaining something to Arthur and then Arthur has a, his eye twitches as he's like trying to process it. Yeah. Uh, and, it and it's the, fo- the focus there is, is his in, interpretation of what's happening. Uh, And I think, yeah, that's similar to Shinji's hand fidgeting while he's trying to find the words to tell his dad, like, oh yeah, um, I need to tell my parent this school thing. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not in your life in that way. Like, uh, Kats- like Masato is, is doing that. She she is your guardian, <laughs> and then he he's going to tell someone else that uh not not to forward calls like this anymore, and that's when the power goes out. But it, but the way that I think I think we know that the power's out at that point. But even if you don't like the way it's just like it cuts off as if like he's hanging up and telling someone else not to let that happen again, just like with so so much disregard to Shinji, and like regardless there is disregard for Shinji because he's yeah. saying it. Yeah. But uh, I just thought. Like the the way that scene, it, it's very masterfully done, in the way it conveys all the things it's, things it's trying to convey.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I I think like on the whole, like the I think I think they they hit it out of the park, like home run the on the whole thing. But like in particular, like the dialogue is just really strong in this one. Like for all the things we've already yeah. mentioned, but also like the fact that like they did give so much like personality to the vice commander who had never had one before and like and like even just like uh i wish i could remember the line i'm talking about but like even just like the one scene where like i felt like some of the random military people said things that were more like amusing and like and and like they had more personality than they had before like it just makes the episode flow a lot a lot like better yeah it keeps your it keeps your interest even when you're cutting to the people that might as well be faceless because they're not like super important
0: Mm mm-hmm I really like how this episode used silence and uh, I think it it draws into attention that it's doing it because the scene where Hyuga is picking up Masato's laundry for her uh, and he's complaining about how she doesn't have time to do it herself or something but there's like music playing over a speaker like in the in the scene and then it stops when everything stops and then it's just at that point you associate silence with this just like stale air like this is like Th- nothing is normal the way it's supposed to be, and it feels like like this this isn't regular silence. This is advanced silence, essentially, because this this show already uses no scoring a lot, but I think and like in this episode, I think it recontextualizes it. Um, so that way, when Asuka is berating Ray for special treatment, uh, when when her like theme comes in, it's like this like yeah discordant piano notes. It's like mm-hmm. really effective.
1: That scene, that scene felt so tense, and it felt like it was building yeah. the whole time. Like, yeah,
0: it's just a really, really good song anyway. I, I love that uh, that piece.
1: I, I the, the music. I in think it's show Ray's is...
0: theme. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, because Asuka's is like the the like guitar one we've talked about before.
0: Yeah, and then there was the 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 song that I think the first time we'd heard it, the the the, the like weird music cue when Asuka opens the door to see the uh, the angel. hmm And then she's like, "Well, now we're definitely sure that there's an angel here." Yeah. <laughs> And then the, and then the actual fight music comes back in when they do their, their actual plan, which I love that, like the first time I've talked on every episode about how the show is like restrained in its, its, its action set pieces. But even this one where it's just like, yeah, they're all going to be stuck in this shaft and they're just going to, it's just going to be like an, an assault from above that they can't dodge and they have to organize around that. It's just like, it's not like this big set piece where they destroy the city. It's just very contained. They're stuck in one spot and they have to. Think their way out of it rather than, you know, hit something really big.
1: And guess what? It was awesome. It was like rules.
0: It it was. It's so limited. But even just like, uh, when when Ray throws the gun to Shinji, I'm like, I'm like marking out over it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. No. The 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 plan is clear. You understand what they're going to attempt to do. You understand like so that you can measure their success as it's happening. The action itself is visually clear. You can tell what's happening when you're looking at the screen, which is a big problem with action a lot of times. The action, like, the plan itself is cool. The fact that, like, Asa's gonna, like, starfish herself in the middle of this it's, tunnel and, like, let this it's, stuff it's, rain it's, down it's on her. It's
0: smart, and, like, th- there's these emotional stakes built up with Asuka where we know that she's been, like, in- insecure about not being the leader this whole episode. And then from the last episode, she said that, like, she was saved by Shinji because something went wrong. And we also saw her... Very quick to accept her own death in the last episode. And, like, all of that stacks into this moment. And it just... It it, it fires on every cylinder.
1: Yeah. And, and it's just, like... And it's, like, simple stuff, but, like... Just, like, the thing of, like, just, like, yeah, like, one person's down there at the bottom and, like, like hands the gun up to that person who's then also, like, 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 posts it up in the tunnel and takes the shot. Like, that's all really cool. And, like, there's the shot where, like, Shinji is, like, uh in the tunnel and, like, the, his, like, Ava's hands are, like, scraping on the metal and there's, like, sparks flying and that's so really good. satisfying. I We forgot to mention it in the recap, I think because the wiki didn't mention it, but it's it's great, like, when when they finish the plan and, like, it worked and, like, Asuka, like, I think they fall into each other again or something like that and Asuka's just, like, like, I told you I'd get you back, like. And we're even now like or something like that and it's like this is good
0: she she has to jump out of the way for shinji to shoot and then like when she falls or when the you know unit O two 2 falls like shinji's unit catches her essentially and she's yeah. like yep i told you now we're even and he's like, yeah. there's like this is good and i do think there's like the the scene before right before they get into this vertical shaft uh the the robots are crawling through a tunnel to get there yeah And it's like very quickly after they're crawling into like the actual like kids are crawling through the air vent and they get there and then they're going in the opposite direction. But now they're in the robots. And I do Mm -hmm. think that like very clear visual explanation of like things are different when they're in the robots like they interact differently. And, And like I think that pairs well with these characters are bad at some things and good at other things. And it's like they are when they are just kids and they view each other as kids. They are mean to each other And then when they get in the robot They are able to function together And successfully pull off this mission Really, really well Which, you know, was There was a whole episode dedicated To how Shinji and Asuka couldn't do that very well And now they can Right Even when raised there Right.
1: And all of that while also being kind of funny that we're seeing a repeat of a crawling event shot, except this time they're giant robots, which is kind of funny. And we also yeah. get, I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of another part that I, th- that I thought was funny where Asuka during that crawling part, she's like, oh, this is pathetic. Like, you know, crawling in the big robot, which like makes sense. But then like the next scene I laughed because they're crawling up a like a shaft, like almost like through like, Lasers it kind of looked like And she's like Oh this is still pathetic And I laugh Cause it's like Like she's so hung up About the but like, What is pathetic about that one It just You just like you just She just like, wants to, see, to like, be her. cool All the time I know but, and, and it's just really great Cause you're just like You get to see like That kind of like neuroses on her part and just like she's so mm-hmm. concerned with it and like even as she was like that's cool to be in a robot scaling up a thing like that but she's like oh this is so like undignified and like whatever like
0: i'm not i mean, yeah i'm not dramatically fighting the thing like she wants the she wants the set pieces you would see in a lot of other robot shows yeah and she's not getting those
1: this action set piece was like cooler than a lot of them because it like it knew exactly to us, what it was doing yeah i mean like i don't know i think this action set piece was like the best you could do like like, it was just like demonstrating how much you could do with so little
0: yeah and exactly i and i think for those reasons is really really good i think i still if i had to pick my favorite fight it would probably be the choreography one that we've seen so far
1: yeah that one's awesome too but
0: that that's for a lot of other aesthetic choices uh that they do but i think this episode overall is probably maybe stronger than that one i'd have to i already forgot if that one's weirdly gross but i think it was a little bit i
1: think it was pretty okay
0: it had some, um, It had, definitely had its mo- uh, high moments. Yeah, but I think the the inclusion of Ray in this one just really pushes it over the, the past few.
1: I was gonna say, is, is that am I wrong in thinking that the music they played when like the action kicked off at the end of this was different than any song they played before? Because I feel like they did it because like now the three of them are together, so they use a different theme. Like they use a different action.
0: I music. would have to listen again.
1: I I don't think I'd heard it before.
0: Cause I I thought it was the same battle theme, but they kicked into a very different spot of it.
1: it I, that could be. It sounded unfamiliar to me, and I liked it a lot.
0: I I would have to. I'm I'm actually gonna pull it up and check.
1: Okay. And w- while you're doing that, I'll just say one more thing about the the action stuff. The um I found the angel to be cool. Um, like it was like there were parts of it that would be like, okay, that's like a generic monster I've seen before. The fact that it's like a spider with like a bunch of eyes, like that parts whatever. But I really liked how it the body of the thing basically just looked like a bunch of lines it's it's very like subtle and it's not detailed it's very to simple it. it's, also it's, yeah it's that's kinda like,
0: that's the same battle music that we've heard before i think it just rather than have the slow build i think it just kicks in very quickly
1: okay but then also the part that really did it for me with the with the the angel was like I said like whatever the fuck was happening with that thing's eye was just so yeah, fucking cool. It drips
0: acid. It's so gross. It's like, so gross. Like not even like through the eye, was, like out like from the eye socket, acid pours like around the eye, like out like in between the creases of whatever the fuck it is, and it's like it's we see so little of it, but it's just like that one like that one shot of just like it doing that and destroying the ground above it. It's just like. It's all we need to know.
1: And it's so gnarly looking that it almost looks like they've wounded it, but they haven't. Like, it's doing mm-hmm. that itself. Like, like it looks like it's bleeding out of the eye, like as if they had shot it. But that's just, like, what it does, apparently, which is fucking badass.
0: Do, do we, Well, I want to talk about one thing at the end of the episode, but I won't rush us to the end. Because uh, I think we can talk as long as we need to about this. <laughs> but I was just, I was looking at some... Uh, I was I I went to the wiki page for the next episode and just like the few screenshots it has on it, I was like, "Fuck!" And I'm ready to watch this already. Okay. Uh. Anyways, the the dialogue that Masato says in the preview is different. That's all I'm gonna bring up. Yeah. Um. She doesn't she doesn't mention fan service. She says, "Please watch it all together,"
1: which I thought was so wholesome and it's, nice.
0: It's so meaningful to hear that shift.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. I I just like. I, I, I like that message, just like in general for a show. To, I, that's just kind of sweet to be like watch it with your friends, basically. Mm-hmm. But but then especially like you said, like the shift between when this character before is giving these little outros and it's just like saying like dumb shit, like at this point to, to switch to that is really is really nice.
0: Part like thing. I think the fan service joke is funny up until we get to the episodes where there are things I would call fan service, and I'm like, all right, it's not funny if you're actually doing it. It's funny to say it every time if there's no fan service. Yeah. But if you're actually doing it It's it, I'm upset But Yeah t- uh, t- You know Yeah like uh, 10 episodes of I'll give you fan service next time Or service 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 To <laughs> a very like A very calm Like please watch it together
1: Yeah That's Yeah I like that a lot I was only gonna say one more thing About this episode And like we kind of already touched on it So it'll be quick I just really like that shot at the end Where like the three kids After everything they've been through Are just on the hill Watching the, the dark city And just kind of talking And musing about stuff Like that's just really nice
0: yeah, this episode's really effective in like talking about its characters and its overarching themes and it doesn't feel like either is belabored. It just kinda yeah. they it's just they just connect really well. Because like they're the these kids are talking about like like Shinji's bringing up the angel thing again and, and like they're talking about mankind and it's like uh seeing their difference of like it feels you know, like having everything dark and quiet is like peaceful and nice and also like I feel uncomfortable when I don't feel like there's people around. Mm-hmm just like two different ideologies going up against each other and ray being like well you know man destroys darkness by creating life and it's like huh all right <laughs> it's interesting yeah it's it's setting things up and i like what it's doing
1: i like it a lot plus it's just pretty to watch them like f- from far away on the
0: hill and you see the lights come on in the city mm-hmm. and like it's
1: just it's just nice
0: but they all have like distinct Outfits because we we've associated them with robots for so long.
1: Yep. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, and uh, my last thing I want to talk about is just that it kind of looks like the next episode is going to be another Masato episode, and I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, it definitely looks like she's a big deal in it. I I like when that happens. Mm -hmm. I like Masato a lot. I yeah definitely think that the one of the best characters on this show. Yeah, I I'm
1: just happy that like I they they won me back in sweeping fashion this week like. This episode's awesome. I like kinda can't wait to like watch this again someday. I feel like this one and the, the robot dance one and maybe even the boat one are like yeah, those are just fun episodes. Like I could do that again.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's the that's the thing. Uh I, I'm enjoying rewatching a lot of it and then also remembering how like some of the low parts I have more questions about. Um, but this one I really didn't have any. <laughs> so it's just just a good time. And I yeah. and I think it's interesting that like you were like, Oh, this show's losing me, and I'm like, well, this is you know probably the most or the least liked episode of the show And then as soon as it's past it you're like I'm back in more than I've yeah. ever been
1: It's like I love it I'm waving a giant flag with Shinji's face on it Let's go <laughs>
0: uh, Well I th- I don't think I have anything else do you? No I don't Okay we did it Yeah we did it Show Shit. good What now? <laughs> do we watch uh... more? <laughs> <laughs> Not, not today. I don't think.
1: I wish. I literally thought about asking, but I was like, no, I have other things I need to get done.
0: Yeah, it's the thing. We're too, we're too busy. Let's cancel all yeah. the other things so we can just watch <laughs> anime. <laughs> cancel. Life. We're, we're we're instead of hanging out this weekend to watch movies, we'll just watch all of Evangelion.
1: <laughs> I want. Yo, what if Brad Bird did like an Evangelion adaptation? Honestly,
0: honestly, what if Brad like? Bird did, I'm trying. All right. I feel like we can't have a conversation about live action Evangelion when you haven't seen the whole thing, but okay. in terms of like the, the way that the, this isn't really a spoiler either, but the way that they rebuild movies are structured, if like the, if like the first rebuild movie, I don't know. I feel like Anno's like, Anno doesn't actually direct that many of these early episodes. So maybe re because rebuild is essentially just a movie version of the or rebuild one is a is a re as a essentially a movie version of the first seven or so episodes, and I think like if if some of that action was like tw- like reimagined by <laughs> Brad Bird, yeah, because I, I I think he's one of my favorite action directors. I think period, at, at least like since I've I've watched all his movies pretty recently again. So I like that we're making everyone who listens
1: to these shows uh listen to our uh, preaching about Brad Bird. It's fun. Brad-
0: I, the thing is too, like I I think. Because the thing is I've liked his movies for so long And then I've I reached a point where I just a- Attached his name to so many things Where I was just like oh yeah no he's the The most important animation Visionary I can imagine Because he's done Iron Giant both the Incredibles Movies <laughs> uh, I'm and probably Ratatouille. forgetting Ratatouille God I love Ratatouille Ratatouille might be my favorite Brad Bird movie
1: I need to see it real bad
0: Shit we should just watch Just <laughs> We'll just watch every movie I'm so down here. I'm so down uh, well, we are no longer talking about Evangelion, but
1: we are not. No, that's true.
0: Where I guess, I guess, this is where I ask you to plug your your online presence, if someone wanted to read your tweets about Bradbury, where could, uh-huh. where could they be?
1: I wonder if I have ever tweeted about Bradbird. Uh, you can find out on Twitter <laughs> at Topher Disgrace. And uh, for my plug this time, I'm gonna mention. I I I have failed in my promise in a way I think. Actually, let me double check. Let me make sure I'm not a liar. Oh, is I is Cannonball
0: Z out publicly yet?
1: It is out on our Patreon, and I'm gonna check right now to see if it's out publicly. It was supposed to upload last night, but it might not have. So let me go look. Oh, okay. So this is episode the, the first episode of Cannonball Z is out right now. It's probably not on Apple Music yet because they take a while to um like the Apple Podcasts because they take a while to approve stuff. Uh, but other uh podcast apps you might be able to find uh, Cannonball Z where me and my friend Taylor are watching all the Dragon Ball Z movies that are non-canon and uh we're we're discussing them uh kind of like Joe and I talk about uh anime on on this show but also we're trying to find ways to put them into the timeline which is going to be difficult as we move on cuz that shit don't make any yeah. sense
0: That's uh that's <laughs> J- Jory and I are watching the One Piece movies for that Patreon and it's a very similar thing of just like huh I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Yep. It's like, oh, this character should have been here, and they weren't, so I don't know what to do about it.
1: Right. Yeah. But uh, I'm really excited about, about that show, though. So, um, And plus, just just for the price of nothing, it comes with the standard first episode bad audio. So Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, love that podcasting continuity where people don't figure that out till episode two. Yeah, when... when <laughs>
0: the at least like my one piece show the first like 10 episodes don't sound great <laughs> just because i i didn't know what i was doing until i started making shows with wheels yeah anyways you can find me on twitter at ghost of joe ghost of j o cuz that's how you spell my name i make a bunch of podcasts i don't well i don't know which one specifically i should plug i already mentioned my one piece show but i guess i guess i'll mention that cuz we're getting into some some fun stuff soon we are watching One Piece, is the name of the show. You can find it on the same network as this one at theorangegroves.com, and uh, it's we're we're getting uh, to Thriller Bark, where it's uh it's spooky, the spooky arc, and we're gonna start it technically this month, and then there's gonna be another episode next month, and then we'll probably still be talking about it in December. <laughs> uh, actually, I actually actually don't know how many how long it'll take us to get through it because Thriller Bark isn't super long, but I'm very excited about Jory getting to. One specific thing. Actually, two specific things are good. Uh, and again, uh, on this network, theorangegroves.com, you can check out a bunch of shows. I don't remember what had joined when we recorded last, but we had three shows come on in in uh, this, this month, September. So uh, just go, go to the website, check out some new stuff, and it's great. I think that's, I think that's it. Oh, we have a hashtag, too. You can use hashtag NervousRexPod to talk about this show on Twitter, and also you can join the Orange Groves Discord to talk about it in the Nervous Rex room. The link to that is on the website, theorangegroves.com as well. I should probably start putting it in the show notes. <laughs> but I think that's it.
1: I think it is. Everyone, uh, everyone listen together.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, but you beat me to it. <laughs> is is hello is this thing hello? On? Hello? hello 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 hey hey hi what's up this is this is Ben bath and i don't know anymore i need out of this fucking podcast okay <laughs> we, got, we got we 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 talked about bionicle for a very long time and we tried <laughs> to stop but then some evil force trapped us in hell, and is forcing us to talk about things that start with the letter B until we die. We did Beyblade, and now we're on Batman, and it's just gonna keep getting. I'm, fucking a, I'm, worse. I'm, a, I'm afraid of what happens next. I haven't seen my wife in several days. Please help us. Please help, please us. help us. Oh, God. Please Joe. help us. Joe, do you hear that? Oh, God. Go to theornscrubs.com and help us, please. God, please. No, no. What?
1: Oh, God. <laughs>